Hey, welcome one and all to Beer and Banter podcast. Do we all have topics for tonight, first of all? Yes. Ed? Uh, uh, come back to me on that one. Right. Okay. Well, I've got some questions because I like the whole question thing. And oh, such a call get, getting, getting really deep into people's psyche. So I don't know what client's topic is, but you can tell us and you can start rambling. Well, I'm going first. Oh, why not? Okay, right. Well, talking about being a cop-out, um, I thought I'd be topical and perhaps a little bit political again. Um, and I thought <laughs> I would get everyone's opinion on how we can tackle climate change. Okay? So... Does anyone want to start off with something that you're doing to tackle climate change? Leighton first. Let's take the youth of today, who in theory this impacts the most, because as the youth say, what's the point in going to school today if we don't have an earth to learn about tomorrow? So what are you doing, Leighton? Um, well, I'm actually not doing anything. I like all the petrol cars, all the combustion engines, blog burners, I love those. That's so, the future. That's the future yeah. of our planet ruined right there. I'm space agency and going to Mars. Okay, so we've got an Elon Musketeer then. Yes. Okay, Steve, please tell me, <laughs> as the father of that irresponsible child, you are a doing something about climate change and be going to beat the living daylights at him later. He's, he's not my child. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, More on that as, later. <laughs> as, um, bombshell, as regards climate change, what I'm doing about it, I try to do things. I don't think there's a great amount I can do. However, I like to do my recycling properly. Um, I try not to just chuck anything in the old landfill because it doesn't have to be that way. I like to drive at a speed that doesn't burn more car carbon carbon dioxide than, than is necessary. Let's I, keep the accents for the pod play, please. Carbon. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, well, I, when, I, when I had my own house, you know, it, the electricity was all green electricity that I was buying and I like to not waste energy in the home. So, so, so let's elaborate on not wasting energy in the home. Can you give us some specifics? Well, that light doesn't need to be on. Turn it off. Okay. That's about it, really. <laughs> and were, the, were these LED lights? Again, in my own home. They were um, LED lights, yeah, energy-saving bulbs. In this house, I would say they're probably not that energy-efficient, and the lights seem to be on an awful lot. So that's the older generation, though. Don't care. Okay, well, that's a nice segue into asking Ed uh, what he's doing <laughs> about climate change. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all the lights in my house are low energy um i'm Just low like energy um i try to save as much energy as possible by staying in bed as long as possible 
Um, our heating in our house is all renewable energy. We recycle, we've got three recycle bins. Um, we recycle all our glass, all our cardboard, all our paper. And um, I tend to, if I get it by a new t-shirt, for instance, I'm guaranteed to have that t-shirt for at least 20 years. Um, socks, socks the same. Um, so I just, I, I think I'm very conscious, even chewing gum, it's chewing gum I'm chewing right now. I just find it on the ground outside. I just try to recycle everything. That's highly commendable. The, the chewing gum late in the year, that top tip right there. Right, so would, would you like to hear, um, so this is from um, the Grantham, 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 Grantham Institute. Nine things you can do about climate change, okay? Let's see whether you agree or disagree with these. Layton. Don't factories like comp compensate, I don't know, for 70% of like carbon dioxide in the world? I don't know. Are you asking or telling? Factories like, um, I don't know, a company I can't name right now. So I'm sure that industrial, um, in the industrial things, Ed, help me out here. In the industrial complex, um, a lot of carbon dioxide is being released, but they also have to get licenses off the government in order to release that much. I think Stephen has something to say. Steve. Thanks. I think Leighton should be ignored for his comments generally. <laughs> also, interesting fact. Now, I don't know how this works, but the Amazon rainforest it now apparently gives off more carbon than it takes in, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because yes. um, obviously so much of it has been um, chopped down. I, I presume a lot of it is to do with farming now on it as well, because a lot of it has been turned into fields and there'll be grazing animals. So I was quite shocked that, that hearing that the world's lungs aren't doing their job anymore. Indeed. And I think... A lot of that is possibly, I could be wrong here, but I think a lot of that is because they're still burning huge amounts of it. So all that smoke and everything, obviously, from the trees that are burning is quite ironic that they're, yeah, like you say, we're burning the lungs of the planet. But we just seem to carry on doing it. What are you doing about it? Well, <clears throat> so the Imperial College of London, as I was saying, uh, here's the nine things that they suggest. Okay, the first one... Controversial, I think. Make your voice heard by those in power. Tell your member of parliament, local councillors and city mayors that you think action on climate change is important. Thoughts? I mean, I personally, I don't think that should be number one on the list. Ed? I think my feeling is that all the efforts of parliament, all the efforts of man to try and um, clean up the earth and make it better are doomed. Wow. Big words. Full stop. <laughs> Mic drop. Okay, and I, I, I agree, actually. Um, I, I don't think that should be number one. I really don't. I think, um, I think Ed's kind of summed it up. I think 
a lot of these MPs and councillors and mayors and presidents and elected officials, etc., will say what they think they want the people to hear. But the fact that there have been 26, 26 so far, climate of party summits. So we're COP26 this year in Glasgow. And they're still talking about it. They're still talking about resolving climate change, but not convinced anything tangible is happening. But anyway, I'm trying not to get too political. Number two, interesting, eat less meat and dairy. Anybody trying to reduce their red meat consumption or dairy consumption? Because cows fart a lot. They emit a lot of methane into the atmosphere. Fact. Look it up, Leighton. Ed. Ed also contributes to methane in the environment. I do. I contribute <laughs> regularly to methane. Um, emissions, I like to call them. Emissions. Methane. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that um, I, I've cut down on dairy because I really think that milk gives me a sore stomach. So that's the main reason. It's nothing to do with ecology. Um, aside from that, I love yogurt. Um, that's all I've got to say about that. And it's, I think it's dairy. It's not dairy lee either, which I'm quite glad about because I quite like dairy lee, and I'm I'm not convinced that eating less dairy lee is, is going to is going to help stop the seas rising. But anyway, um, so that's number two. Number three is cut back on flying, which I think we've all been doing a fantastic job of over the last two years. Mm -hmm. So we should all give ourselves a round of applause there. Um, if you need to fly for work, consider using video conferencing instead. Now here's. Now, I'm not sure Tim is going to like this section. Maybe he knew and that's why he didn't join. Um, for leisure trips, choose nearby destinations and fly economy. Not sure you should fly just for the fun of it, just to make little YouTube videos. But anyway, he's not here to defend himself. Uh, there was an interesting fact here as well, though. It said, um, oh, I've lost it now. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, I can't find it now. But anyway, if you if you do travel, um, oh, here we are. Yeah, fly economy. On average, a passenger in business class has a carbon footprint three times higher than someone in economy. What? I, how? I, I, I don't know how to get this stat, but there's a there's a link you can click to be able to get it. Leighton, is this something sensible? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I like... I want to eventually get flying lessons and stuff like that. Is that bad? That is very bad, yeah. Well, but I love ma machines that produce bad um, toxic waste. You, you, sh you need to change. No, it, it, it's, it's much it's not. Better. It's not too late. You're still, you're still young enough to change. No, I, I want to drive a big petrol car, diesel. You, you need to go to Orkney and stay with JP for a week. No, because... They're much more interesting than electric cars. Uh, well, I'll, I, again, topic for another day. Number four, nice segue as well from Leighton, leave the car at home. Instead of getting in the car, walk or cycle and enjoy the physical and mental health benefits and the money saved. Top tip right there. Um, if driving's un unavoidable, investigate trading in your diesel or petrol car for an electric or hybrid model. I'm not sure JP would agree with the hybrid, but uh, alternatively, if you only need them for a short time, there are some all electric car hire companies. When behind the wheel, think about the way you drive, switch off the engine when you park up, make sure the tires are fully pumped up, oxygen sensors in good order, etc., etc. 
Number five, reduce your energy use and bills. This is the one that we talked a lot about, switching lights off, et cetera, et cetera. Um, using, so it says put on an extra layer. Now, interestingly, I came in here, it's probably the coldest room in the house. And I was like, oh, a bit cold. Instead of turning the heating on, I went and got a jumper instead. Women don't tend to do that in my experience. Steve? Also, boiling the kettle. If you're only making one cup of tea, don't fill it to the top or even halfway. Just boil enough for your needs. I I told Denise off only yesterday for that, right? I came through at lunchtime Good. to make a cuppa <laughs> and she had three quarter filled the kettle and boiled it. And I was like, why are you boiling all that water when it's just you're just making one mug? So top tip right there from Stiko. Ed. <laughs> um, I think you're generalizing that women don't tend to put on clothing. Mandy tends to put on as much clothing. <laughs> Can um, when it's cold. So um, I've got lots of photographs of her um, wearing masses of clothing while just sitting watching TV. Mandy reminds me of Joey in that episode of Friends where he goes and wears all the Chandler's clothes. Yeah. Steve. The thing is, though, she still wants the heating on as well. <laughs> well, um, yes and no. <laughs> Um, if she gets too warm, then she will, you know, turn the heating off or remove an item of clothing. But in general, in general, she um, she just puts on clothing when she's cold. Where where do you stand on um, not having devices on standby? I I prefer to have devices on standby. It's much easier, and I have many many devices on standby in my house. Wow, controversial. Steve? It's something that I used to do. I used to always turn off the TV, especially at night time, going to bed. But I've got out of the habit of doing that. However, I have turned off my standby light on the TV, which might help a tiny bit. But turning things off, if, if we all didn't have things on standby, that would be a good thing. Any idea how much, this is a question for Leighton, right? How much do you think you can save by having, um, by not putting your TV in standby in a year? 200 and something pounds. Anyone want to have another guess? 20 quid. 20 quid. Steve? 25 quid. It is... A mind-blowing 77 pence. So in years gone by, TVs used to consume more power than they do nowadays. Nowadays, there are regulations in place that mean that they have to consume a tiny amount of power. Most devices use about half a watt on standby. So yeah, the old thing about turning devices off on standby, yeah, it's going to do a little bit, but it's a tiny little amount. So you're better just having that, having that ease of just pressing the button and it's on. Um, so what else? Uh, number six, we're on. We're getting we're getting to the end, people. Don't worry. Respect and protect green spaces. Okay, there you are. Now, I think the best way of res respecting and protecting green spaces is not to cut the grass too late. So once you get into October, respect the grass, people. Don't cut it. <laughs> now, our gardener may disagree. I don't know. Leighton. What's a green space? It's a space that's green, like a field. All oh, right. I thought some sort of like Stephen is—is is he homeschooled? Because this is reflecting really poorly on his teacher. 
Well, he just thinks everything is a green space, which is good. <laughs> he respects it all. Now, I know for a fact that Stephen was disrespecting his grass at the weekend by ploughing over it in the wet, in the mud, taking that lovely heads that they'd grown to protect them over the winter. It's like getting a haircut just before winter. Who gets a number one just before winter? Don't do it. Um, number seven, invest your money responsibly. Now, obviously, the key to this is you need to have money to invest in the first place. But if you're going to do it, do so responsibly, apparently. Again, I mean, I guess you can kind of say that you don't want to be investing in big businesses that are burning loads of rubbish into the atmosphere, but I, I don't know. Steve? Uh, what would Ed say about mining mining uh, Bitcoin on that uh, on this subject of, an, of looking at the environment? Global warming? I haven't looked into it a great deal. What I do know is that I'm not involved in it, nor am I interested in being involved in it. Are you a politician now? Um, that's not really the question you want to ask, is it? The question you want to ask is, am I happy in my life? Yes. So I, I do know that a lot of these bit mining operations are moving to be net zero. So like the data centers that they run in, um, they're aiming to be net zero. So they're using more renewable energy, et cetera. I, it's, it is, it's a very, very topical and much debated point about whether all these miners, whether the whole crypto thing, is it using more power than what needs to be used? Is it wasting energy? Hmm, I don't know. I don't really care. I just see numbers on the screen. Um, <clears throat> number eight, cut consumption and waste. Uh, so shop around for secondhand or quality items that last a long time, or you can just make them last a long time, like Ed was mentioning earlier. Uh, choose brands that align with your new green aspirations. What does that even mean? Uh, try to minimize waste, repair and reuse. Where do you start on repair and reuse? I mean, that's a whole topic in itself. I'm going to I'm gonna park that one and come back to it, but Stephen's not. Let's come back to it now. Yeah, the whole repair thing it's really annoying that if you have say a washing machine if you can't afford a really good washing machine generally the ones you can afford are built to last a year two years and if something goes wrong with it it's more expensive to fix the machine than to get a new one and that has to change that is just ridiculous it should be cheaper to fix your washing machine your dishwasher your cooker than it is to get an entirely new one uh, yeah, I mean that—that's—that's that's my topic for next week, summed up right there. And because I was talking to Tim about this the other day, so he—he he broke the strings in his squash racket as I have done before, and I looked into getting it restrung. It's more expensive to get a racket restrung than to buy a brand new racket, so you end up just throwing the old one out. It's—it's it's ludicrous, and it's the same with everything. We live in a throwaway society. It's—it's it's ridiculous. Um, avoid wasting food. Nothing gets wasted in this house when it comes to food. It goes right down there. <laughs> uh, give unwanted items a new life by donating them to charity or selling them on. Good tip there. Uh, and let brands know if you think they're using too much packaging. Anybody think of any uh, companies that use too much packaging, Leighton? Well, it isn't a specific company, but you know how like Apple and all the smartphone companies have stopped putting chargers in their like phone things to say that they're going to be cutting down on waste. 
But to then actually buy a charger from, say, Amazon, and then getting the cable, the stuff like that, it actually makes more waste than it does if they just kept the charger inside the box. It makes more plastic. There's a, there's a whole video on that on YouTube, so. Yeah, let, let's, let's, not, let's not debate that. But I'm on <laughs> Apple's side, let me tell you. Oh, no, he would be. Anyway, yeah. uh, and number nine, which I think we're doing a fantastic job as well. Talk about the changes you make. Just talk about them. Talk about the changes you make. Conversations are a great way to spread big ideas. And I think on that bombshell, on that very topical and very informative section, if I say so myself, I bid you farewell. And I'm going to turn the light off. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, we've got a seal. <laughs> okay, that was uh, very informative and interesting. I forgot to tell you what I was drinking, didn't I? Yeah. Can I drinking? tell you what I'm drinking? <clears throat> yeah. I'm on the hard stuff tonight. I'm on San Miguel. San Miguel, not by not. Because I'm having a dry-ish November. Whatever. <laughs> no, I am. Dry-ish. Mm, dry-ish. Half-hearted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, let's move on to me. So, I like asking you all questions that kind of pierce below the skin. Some of them are, aren't really that, that difficult, but others... Others are. So the first question is, and we'll start with Ed for this one, and then we'll go around. If pressing a button meant you received $5 million, but it also killed five people somewhere in the world, would you press it? No. What if it killed one person or killed 20 people? What if no. the people, people you knew? No. <laughs> no. What if you could choose the people? No. <laughs> How much did you say? Five million? Five million. Let's make it pounds, not dollars. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute then. Uh, no, I wouldn't kill anybody for any amount of money. If that answers no, you, your question. You wouldn't personally kill them. That would just be the result of you pressing yeah, the button, you know. I'd be responsible for it. So I, I'm sorry, I'm, maybe I should have made this whole discussion last longer, but uh, no. Okay, what if they were all very sick? And wanted to be euthanized. Yes. I don't know any other way of saying this for, to you, Stephen, <laughs> but no. What if they were all Liverpool fans? And very sick. <laughs> No, not even yes. then. Not even then. Okay, Klein. Five million. Yeah. No, of course I wouldn't. No. No. Would you? Would you see? <laughs> yeah. uh, the camera's off. Okay, let, let me pause the recording. <laughs> Let's be honest, Nathan. Would you? Well, don't. Don't people who, like, assassins, don't they get paid more than that to kill people? Yeah, but that isn't the question. All right, so... You're not an assassin. Um, <laughs> are the people... You don't know the people. I don't know the people, but people die every second, so yeah. I would do it. 
but it might not be those people who die every second. But they would You're be bringing up a psychopath statement. It could be me. But they would become part of them. It could be me, Klein, mm. Ed, Tim. But you're directly really. responsible, remember. You've pressed that button. They've not like died of natural button. causes. Mm. Are you going to carry that around with you for the rest of your life? Every, every pound you spend, every 50p mix you buy, thinking, well, there's, there's blood in this 50p mix. If, they, if I didn't know them, then no. But if I did know them, then yes. It, it send a card. I'd send a card to the family yeah. saying, Sorry. I will be, I'll be watching my back from now on, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm horrified. Where do, we, where do you buy these buttons? <laughs> sorry, it's like the... Um, sorry, I'm not going to do... I'm not going to go into that because it's completely sort of the same, but different. Do what, what about you, Stiegel? Would you? Is that you finished? Um, yeah, I'm finished now. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't. Not, not even... What if they were, like, um, on death's door, they were crying out, just please, just let me go! Well, it's, it's not up, up to me to make that decision for them. But it is. You've got the button right there. Yeah, but, you know, I, I couldn't play God. What, what if the button said, do not press? <laughs> wait, ah. wait, what? Keep what? Watching you press it, <laughs> wait. <laughs> what? what if you were ended up being one of the people? Exactly. Wow. That might that's, change that's things. Deep. <laughs> no i i think that's um that's just immoral isn't it to do that see until really? until you asked leighton i was going to say i don't think anybody would say yes to that question <laughs> yeah leighton is not all that he seems to be <laughs> right know? let's let's move on to uh, an even more piercing question and uh, let's go back to ed see if we can get more than a no because the question is, what is the purpose of art in society? Right. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. How long have you got? Let's keep it brief, but, you know, say your piece. Okay. The purpose of art in society is to remind us of who we are. It sheds light on parts of the human condition that we know exist, but sometimes knowing something exists and actually acknowledging its existence is different. Art helps us to acknowledge the, uh, acknowledge the existence of these parts of the human condition that sometimes we're barely aware of, and other times we need to express. Is that it? Also, it helps make artists lots of money. <laughs> Klein, do you agree? So, uh, I, I can't say I'm a big art lover, right? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big art lover. I, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a nice painting, but I rather the real thing. I rather stare at a beautiful sunset than a picture of a beautiful sunset. I rather be in a tent than looking at a picture from inside a tent. I don't know where I was going with that. But you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> Your life is one big art form. Yeah. I, I have admiration for the great artist. 
like Tony Hart. <laughs> yeah, Tony Hart, yeah. <laughs> Mandy, you mean? <laughs> That's your great artist. <laughs> Nathan, what do you think? I don't really know. Like, okay. like when people create stuff. Yeah. Is anything that people have created, like yeah. sculptures, yeah. Yeah. video games, things like that, because that's all art. Yeah. Oh, video games. Wow. Controversial. The people have created it and, like, you know, it didn't, it's art. Young person art. Young person art, yeah. I don't know. Entertainment and sometimes thought provoking things. Mm. And... I think it's an expression of, I don't know, a gift that, that we have, but that. Uh, that desire to create things from our minds, whether it be a nice picture, whether it be a carving, whether it be something made out of metal. I, I just think it's it's an expression of yeah, it's things that we are capable of doing and making our life enjoyable. But some art is rubbish. <laughs> well, like my drawings. No, your drawings are wonderful. <laughs> right, next question. Ed, if someone narrated your life, who would you want to be the narrator? <laughs> tricky one. That is a tricky one. Tricky one. Um, Richard Dawkins. Wolf. Why? Controversial. It would, would teach him a few lessons. <laughs> Lesson I never forget. <laughs> Klein. And um, beer grills. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just makes everything sound exciting. <laughs> Leighton. Oh well, I've got three brilliant ones, but I don't. You have to choose one. Brilliant one. Oh, I don't know. I'm stuck between Count Arthur Strong, Alan Partridge, and what what is he called? David Attenborough to sound like a <laughs> oh, man. So it's either Arthur. Count Arthur Strong or David Attenborough. <laughs> or Alan Partridge. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. What if they took what, what if some one of them took a break and then another one switched and you know? I'd 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 watch that and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Here we have Leighton about to play his favourite video game. Aha! All right. I think for me it'd have to be an Emma Bumpton. <laughs> Who did you say? What? Emma Emma Bumpton. <laughs> She's got a very listenable voice. You realise that is going to decrease your chances of ever having any association with Emma Bunton if she narrates your life. You're never going to meet her. Who is she? <laughs> she's an artist. Oh, I've connected with the last one. Right. Then, Stephen, the shore. <laughs> oh, Ed, calm down. <laughs> or Brian Blessed. I think he's dead. Is he dead? <laughs> or the guy in The Princess Bride. He was Mawage. Mawage. <laughs> oh, 
I haven't asked that one. No, but Pete, someone else has already asked that. Have they? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go up, move on to the last question. Ed, if you were given an envelope with the date and time of your death inside, would you open it? No. If not, can I? <laughs> I would burn it. You'd burn it? Yeah, set, accidentally set the house on fire and die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, uh, I would burn it immediately, yeah. Right. Fine. See, these questions, I don't have to think about them because I've been thinking about them for the past six, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll try and get some better questions for you, Ed. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a tough question, isn't it? Because, I mean... I don't, I don't know. I, I think I would keep the envelope for a while <laughs> until I decided. But I probably wouldn't because I think it would change. Uh, I think it would change how you live your life. I'm not sure that's always a good thing. In your case, it would be. <laughs> Listen. Well, either way, your choice would be set wouldn't it though because if you didn't open it then it would be one death but if you did open it it'd be another time i would possibly open it because then i could see say, say that I again I'm, I'm not i think it was just on a on a level above my level of understanding which bit just so about opening it and it'd been two different times no as in like if you didn't open it then it would be like if you decided yes or no, it would already be set what you did. Because if you did, it didn't know where it would happen, it would be set. But if you did see it, then everything would be changed, wouldn't it, though? No. Would, would it not? No. But I, I, I would probably open it because then I could know if I wasn't going to die or not. So I could be as careless as I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Well, not as careless as I wanted to. I would be responsible. I wouldn't go around. I, yeah... I'm so I glad think, we're recording this. I think get <laughs> someone else to open it and look at it and then tell me if I should just like max out all the credit cards. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> get yourself to Disneyland right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Quick! Quick! Get that, um, that bucket list <laughs> done. Or next Steve. Wednesday, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> So that concludes that little segment. Stupid, stupid idiots. Can't get anything right in that ticket office. I'll be sending them a very swift email when I get home. Bunch of clowns. Calm down, Schmidt. You've got the tickets, don't you? Yes, of course. Be some miracle of the making. What you so string quartet about, Schmidt? I didn't know you liked the orchestra. No, he means upset. They'll get used to Tucker Lawrence. You'd think they'd never heard the name Schmidt Santana before. Don't know how many times I had to spell it out for them. I suppose it didn't help when I said my name was Carlos. But it should all be on the computer. Anyway, the customer is always right. I'll be back in a moment after I apologise for your behaviour, Schmidt. Can I have my ticket? Here you go, rock star. What is the meaning of this, Smith? My name is not Cocky Moriarty. And I specifically told you to add 
senior waste product disposal engineer to my title. Ha, lovely slice of malignant humour. Oh, can't you just say humour? It's not even funny. It's witless tomfoolery. Can't wait till kickoff. I wish I was playing. Well, if you had accepted my offer of football coaching, you would be playing. I didn't know you were an American cockroach, Rocky. When did you do your badges? Badges? Now that is humorous. No one can teach me about what I know about football. I can even explain the offside rule with ease. Go on, then. Well, when the ball is played forward by the kicker, the kicker has to be on the field. That's basic. Now, the striker might bend his run to stay onside, but if the assistant umpire raises his flag, then it's offside, and everyone boos the striker for making a stupid run forward. You're an inspiration to me, Rocky. Shall we find our seats? Seats? No, that won't work, Clary. A real fan stands. That's why I'm wearing my comfortable shoes and not my cosy corduroys. I think we have to go where the tickets allocate us. I go where I want to go. That's one of the bonuses of being an SWDRE. Let's find our seats. You too, cocky. How did he miss that? He should never wear that jersey again. He's an embarrassment. Schmidt. He's only six. He's garbage. Boo, get off. Give it a rest, Smith. He could be the next Andy Washbow. One for the future, I bet. He has his whole career ahead of him. And look at me, scrubbing plates and cooking fry-ups for trucker folk. And do I ever get a thanks? No. No. Referee, open your eyes. The referee got that spot on, Clary. I know all the rules. If football be the food of love, I say, play on. That's a free kick. The wing-backs need to get further up the pitch. We haven't got any width. Oh, that's a dangerous proposition, Lawrence. It's more important to keep things tight at the rear. You can't beat a goldless straw. Defence is on top. That's a proper game of football. Aye, who doesn't love a classic stalemate? We don't need to be so defensive. If we get crosses up on the, in the box, our strikers will easily get on the end of them. We're playing into the hand by being so defensive. Is anyone team my Bavril? Oh dear, he didn't strike that shot very well. His body shape was all wrong for a shot on goal. It's obvious to me why it ended up going in the opposite direction. I'll go have a word in the manager's ear. Rocky, he was a defender. It's his job to clear the ball away. Is this your first game, Rocky? Oh, you do make me chuckle, Lawrence. I've been to more games than you've had cold meat sandwiches. Has anyone seen my potted meat? I can barely leave without it. Well, well, potted meat. That's a blast from the weather forecast. Blast from the past. Well done, Lawrence. Leave me alone. 
I was giving the manager some useful advice and some potted meat, you silly mongooses, mongoose, you silly mongoose. Looks like Rocky is leaving early. What a shame. At least he managed to get 15 minutes of the match, though. I pity those stewards, though, having to listen to his nonsense. Oh, well, the wing-back has got a cross in at last. Goal! Lazio! (laughs) Anyone (laughs) would think you were a John Doe, Lawrence. I look forward to spending some more time with you, John. I thought you were my friends. Why didn't you leave when I was asked to make a little more space in the stand? Oh, is that what happened? We thought you'd got kicked out and didn't want to cause a scene. I was simply helping out with crowd maintenance. Being the SWDRE, I was the obvious choice. That's why I'm going places. You mean going to jail? Then you really are going places. No! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my size can take much more of this, Lawrence. You do know how to make me laugh. Somebody zip me up. Oh, shut up, you morons. Simmer down, Rocky, and have a drink. We don't need you going to make a little more space in the pub. No, Sherry won't stand for that. (laughs) (laughs) 